بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. Now that we're at the point in the city of Medina, the the Medina of the Prophet, the city of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This is after the point of the Battle of Badr, and now that the Muslims have attained this victory, now that Allah has blessed them with this uh, with this very momentous, this very sizable victory. It had a ripple effect. It sent shockwaves throughout the entire Arabian Peninsula because for you to win a battle is one thing. For you to win a battle and for you to be outnumbered three to one, that's another thing. For you to be outnumbered three to one against Quraysh, Quraysh, the same Quraysh who were given basically free passage, safe passage, going north to Syria in the summer for trade and south to Yemen for trade in the summer. Why were they given so much protection because they were Quraysh, because they were seen as these special people because they were taking care of the Kaaba, the house of Allah Azza wa Jal. So they had these privileges, they had this red carpet treatment, you could say. But then the Muslims beat them. So it wasn't just a victory in and of itself for the Muslims, it was a very powerful symbolic victory that forced everyone else around them to think, what if these Muslims are onto something? Because if they beat Quraysh, then who knows, maybe, maybe there is something to this message. Maybe there is something worth looking into further here. Because if they didn't just win, but if they were outnumbered three to one and they still won, and they didn't just win by a little bit, they, they totally destroyed their opponent basically. You know, maybe, maybe we should think twice about this whole Islam thing. So it, it, it garnered a lot of attention outside of the city of Medina, but then also within the city of Medina, now it became cool to be Muslim. Because now, if you identify as being Muslim, you're identifying with the winning team, so to speak. So you had, you had more people kind of, even if they didn't truly believe internally, they still, they still made that claim. Because from their perspective, okay, if the Muslims are winning, even if we don't really believe, but if we pretend, then, you know, there, there are going to be some benefits to come with it. But if they lose, I mean, the whole time we didn't really believe, so it's okay, we're not really going to, we're not really going to lose that much, we're just going to go back to how things were before, and we're content with that too. So Allah tells us in Surah An-Nisa, one of the signs of, of the hypocrite is they don't fully commit to this side, they don't fully commit to that side. They didn't they weren't fully with the Muslims, but they because of internal issues, but they weren't fully with the enemies of the Muslims because of their external, you know, appearance and the facade that they were putting on. What Allah is telling us whenever we come across these different ayat, these different verses in the Quran telling us about the signs of hypocrisy, what Allah is telling us is what not to do. And if a person comes, if a person comes across, if a Muslim comes comes across an ayah, and they think to themselves, "Man, the, you know, this ayah is describing them at that time," that's a serious problem within that person. And if they think to themselves, "This is definitely not describing me at all whatsoever," and it'll never be relevant to me because, of course, I'm a 100% believer. I have nothing to worry about regarding hypocrisy. That's also cause for concern. What Allah is telling us is this is a very serious illness. Allah is telling us about the different, the different signs of this illness so we can protect ourselves from it. There are different descriptions of what hypocrisy is so we can protect ourselves from it. And if you look at not only the hypocrites in Medina, and it, it, it's, it's a very powerful idea to think about 
just the fact that they were hypocrites in Medina. They're living in the same city as the Prophet ﷺ. They're praying behind the Prophet ﷺ. They're praying behind, behind the Prophet in his masjid ﷺ. They're interacting with the Prophet on a constant, consistent basis. Yet they were so blinded internally, they didn't benefit from the light of the Prophet ﷺ. And we ask Allah to protect us from that. They were, they were constantly interacting with him. They knew his kindness. They knew his mercy. They knew his justice. They knew his qualities and his attributes. But as Allah tells us in the Qur'an, as Allah warns us in the Qur'an, If a person causes themselves to be completely blind spiritually and completely deaf spiritually and completely mute spiritually, then how can you truly benefit this person? أَفَرَأَيْتَ مَنْ اتَّخَذَ إِلَهَهُ هَوَاهُ وَأَضَلَّهُ اللَّهُ عَلَىٰ عِلْمٍ وَخَتَمَ عَلَىٰ سَمْعِهِ وَقَلْبِهِ وَجَعَلَ عَلَىٰ بَصَرِهِ غِيشَاوَهُ فَمَنْ يَهْدِيهِ مِنْ بَعْدِ اللَّهِ أَفَلَا تَذَكِرُونَ Allah tells us in Surah Al-Jathiyah, this is a very scary situation. Why, why am I spending some, some time on this now? Eventually we'll get to the Battle of Uhud. But I want to spend time on this because when we come across the different signs of hypocrisy from the Qur'an and from the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. In reality, what we should be doing is learning from that to reflect internally. What can I do to make sure I separate, separate myself from this description entirely? So for example, the Prophet taught us ﷺ that, that there are a couple signs of a hypocrite. In totality, we have a couple dozen signs of hypocrisy, right? Between the Qur'an and the Sunnah, we ask Allah to protect us from it. In entirely, but we have to take time to reflect and to put in the effort and to never feel too safe in a healthy way. Not to the point where it's to an extreme and it becomes debilitating, where, we're like, where we think to ourselves, what's the point of doing any good? What's the point of giving any sadaqah? I'm probably a hypocrite anyways, therefore let me not give sadaqah. That's also one of the tricks of shaitan. Shaitan works in extremes. Shaitan wants us to think that we're definitely not a hypocrite 100,000%. That's a cause for concern. As Al-Hasan al-Basri taught us that only a believer fears hypocrisy and only a hypocrite feels secure from it. So it's actually a healthy sign for there to be a healthy type of concern. So that's one extreme. The other extreme, I'm definitely a hypocrite, 100,000%. There's no hope for me, so why should I do any good? Both extremes take us away from a healthy middle. The healthy middle is we try our best to put one foot in front of the other, but if we, if we reflect upon it, we have two feet. And symbolically, one foot symbolizes hope and one foot symbolizes fear. But we keep walking one foot in front of the, in front of the other. There's a healthy hope. We hope that, if we, do good, that we, if we do good, Allah accepts it. But there's a healthy fear that also plays a role in keeping us in check. Where we fear harming other people. Where we fear taking advantage of people. Where we fear slandering, backbiting, etc. Because if we do that, we have to pay the consequences. So in reality, if that fear is truly there, then it's, it's prevention, it's preventive medicine. So, so both play their role. So if we, if we take the healthy middle path, then what, what that's supposed to produce is healthy, positive action. Right? We need both the sunshine of hope and the rain of fear to grow our plants. We need both of them in order to grow effectively. A very quick example, the Prophet taught us والسلام, that there are four signs of a hypocrite. In another version, three signs. And in reality, one does not cancel out the other. 
When a hypocrite speaks, he lies. Obviously, he or she. When a hypocrite speaks, he or she lies. When a hypocrite makes a promise, he or she breaks it. When a hypocrite is given a trust, he or she betrays it. And when a hypocrite, وَإِذَا خَصَمَ فَجَرٍ If there's some kind of an argument, then they burst into horrible language and they, they go over the top in terms of their horrible uh, putrid behavior. In, in the version of three, you have the first three without the fourth one. But in reality, these, these two, they complement each other. It's not one or the other. They, 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 they blend together smoothly. So if we come across this type of narration, this type of hadith, what should I think to myself? Should I think to myself, man, I have a cousin, that person, they lie all the time. I know someone else, they betray trust all the time. We may be aware of that. And we want to protect ourselves from that because we know what it's like to be lied to all the time, for trust to be betrayed and promises to be broken and for somebody to explode in anger and to use horrible language when dealing with us. Nobody wants that. The real reflection to take from this is to think to, to ourselves internally, how am I doing in terms of my honesty? How am I doing in terms of keeping my trust, uh, uh, fulfilling the trusts? How am I doing in terms of keeping my promises? How am I doing... If, if there's, you know, do I fall into horrible language if there's some type of a dispute, even if it's over something tiny. So the idea is when we learn about, when we learn about the different, you know, things that happened in Medina, especially regarding the hypocrites, we ask Allah to protect us and forgive us. What should happen? Let me look internally. What can I do to avoid that? It's not going to do me any good to have a list with a thousand names on it. And then I think to myself, of course, I'm perfectly fine, but... In reality, what if there are major issues? I'll conclude with this. In, 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 at one time, the Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned this famous list of 10 all-star companions, 10 all-star sahaba who are guaranteed Jannah. Now, as a generation, they're guaranteed Jannah. But there's a special elite list of 10 companions the Prophet mentioned. Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali, Abdurrahman, Ibn Auf, and the list goes on until 10. What I want to, 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 to press upon is that Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anh, he already knew that his name was on that list. He was already given these glad tidings. But the way he interacted with that information, the way he interacted with those glad tidings was such that it, it motivated him to do more good, not to do less good. It was a source of inspiration and motivation, not a reason for stagnation. When he found out the Prophet mentioned Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when the Prophet mentioned some of the names of the hypocrites in Medina to Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman, what did Sayyidina Umar do? Did he go to Hudayfa and say, please tell me that list so I can go and punch them in the face, so I can go and attack them, so I, so I can go and teach them a lesson? That wasn't how he reacted. And this teaches us a profound, very deep message. Who is Sayyidina Umar? The Prophet said, if there were to be a Prophet after me, it would be Umar. And there, there are many, many, many uh, uh, beautiful things that we can say about the, 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 the virtues of Sayyidina Umar. When he found out the Prophet mentioned some of those names to Hudayfa, he goes to Hudayfa and he asks him, is my name on that list? Is my name on that list? This is what we want to take away from, from, from these different stories. How can I become a better person? If we come across an ayah in the Qur'an, Allah says that the hypocrite is very stingy. They never give charity. Okay, you know what? How am I doing with my charity? Let me give some sadaqah today to try to inch my way away from this ayah in the Qur'an. So the idea is to take action in a healthy, positive way. We ask Allah to protect us from this horrible illness and we ask Allah to grant us good, balanced spiritual health. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Izzati Amma Yasifun. Wassalamun ala al-Mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.